Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello and welcome to Must Have Seen TV, a uh, a bonus episode, and I am incredibly frazzled, and you will hear uh, why Um, in a second. This is normally the podcast where I talk about sitcoms of the 20th century from I Love Lucid News Radio. This is a special bonus episode because I am, uh, I wanted to give everyone, listeners, an update on what I am doing in my life and also why episodes have not been coming as fast and furious as i would like them to uh you know there are there are phases and eras of quarantine and i'm <laughs> going through them like uh sands through the hourglass i don't know i just interviewed barbara eden people i'm uh i'm feeling i'm feeling all sorts of ways about this so why did i just interview barbara eden if you follow me well, actually, I have no idea, uh, but <laughs> so I'm working on a book. I am uh, working on a book about uh, Hayden Rourke of I Dream of Genie, which if you listen, you know, because I did a whole episode about Hayden Rourke and what um, and what I was able to uncover about his life just via Googling, uh, which was a lot, but not enough. And so me being the uh crazy overachiever that i guess i am i decided well no my husband was like you should write a book about this and so that's what i'm doing is i am trying to write a book about hayden rock i've never written a book before i don't know what i'm doing uh especially never written a biography so um (laughs) figuring it out but I, 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 I'm talking about this, I guess, also to hold myself accountable that I, if the more publicly I talk about this, the, the less likely I am to back off and out of fear that people will be like, hey, aren't you doing this thing? That I'll be like, no, I'm not doing this thing. And they'll be um, disappointed in me. So that's why I'm telling people uh, that I'm doing it. Um, the whole mission for the last five weeks has been to talk to Barbara Eden and it finally happened. <laughs> and it was quick. It was only 26, uh, 26, 27 minutes. But, like, the thing, the thing, the, 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 the problem with talking about Hayden Rourke, who was born in 1910, uh, <laughs> um, is that literally everyone is dead or in their 70s or 80s. And it is uh, hard. It is very hard to get stories and facts and corroborations um because memories are memories um fade so so like i am trying to i think it is very disrespectful to get an 
someone of age uh, and they can just keep badgering them with questions. I think that is not cool, especially if they're a legend and an icon. Um, that's why I always got annoyed when people would ask Stan Lee questions about a Black Widow movie and things. And it's like, he is in his 90s. Stop asking him questions about Guardians of the Galaxy. He does not know who it is. He does not care. So, like, I think I have a good set of empathy on me. And so I think I know when a person is... um I'm not going to go fishing for... I'm not going to go fishing in a place where there's no fish. Or all the fish have gone, I guess is the thing. But anyway, she had some really lovely things to say. She, of course, loved him. And that's why she uh, called me out of the blue to schedule um, to schedule <laughs> a talk with me, even though I've been in touch with uh, her manager, agent, and publicist, and every like tried my hardest for five weeks to get in touch with her. And I truly don't know which method worked. I just know she emailed me. She called me, uh, which it's very surreal to get a phone call that says... Um, this is Barbara Eden, and, and it's the voice. And that's wild. Um, but other people... So, But as uh, she was able to corroborate some lovely things, um, specifically, like, I'm getting a lot of good details about how, like, when they would have parties, they would put, like, paper lanterns out, I guess, the driveway to, like, lead into their house. Both her and uh, Hayden's niece-in-law said that, which I found um, delightful. Uh, She also talked about Justice, Hayden's husband. And if you listen to the episode about Hayden, I refer to Justice as his husband because that is what Justice was to Hayden. Um, Husband is more than just a legal document, people. Uh, (laughs) uh, So she also worked with him before she said that she knew Justice before she knew Hayden, that she worked on a thing with him, which I think I knew because I've done a... um, scary amount of research uh on on them and their lives and their uh, filmographies um before i keep going i also just want to put this out to listeners if you so multiple things if you have any connection to anyone that worked or knew hayden rourke or justice addis or any one of their families very long shot the podcast does not have that many listeners um but please get in touch that would be great the other things that listeners you might be able to help with if you uh are queer identifying and grew up watching and loving i dream of genie uh please get in touch with me twitter uh email must have seen tv at gmail.com a Right now, in my grand vision of the book, is I want to close the book out with Hayden's legacy and the place that I Dream of Genie has in uh, the gay lexicon. Because I do believe that it has a place there. I mean, it's a campy female lead 60s sitcom. Of course it does. And you see that in you know this very year in Drag Race season twelve, Jackie Cox did multiple talked about I Dream of Jeannie a bunch. It was a big influence on her as a Persian Canadian. She even did a full Barbara Eden look for her commercial challenge. So like, it is it is canon, and I I feel like Hayden and Juss are these lost gay icons that are lost because people have to stay in the closet and stories don't get told and they get lost because people die and people time moves on and i feel uh overwhelmingly compelled to write that in regards to uh dr bellows (laughs) 
Um, and I, I do think it's because the story is just so great. So other thing, so I'll get, so please get in touch with me if you uh, identify as queer and love I Dream of Jeannie, grew up watching it. Uh, get in touch with me. Also, if you have book recommendations for the specific topics of gays in the military, specifically gays in World War II, um, Broadway in the 1930s, I need to do a lot of research on, and just old Hollywood gays in general. Um, I've been buying a bunch of books to to pad out this library uh, for people on Instagram right now. I bought... Uh, God, my library so far includes The Songwriter Goes to War by Alan Anderson, which is written by, I talked about him in the, the Hayden episode, it's written by um, the stage manager of This is the Army, which is the World War II variety review show that Hayden and Jess were both stage managers on, and The Celluloid Closet, which is, you know, homosexuality in the movies, written by Vito Russo in 1981, so just trying to get a lot of context because i i know i'm probably not going to be able to get all the details about their life that i want that makes a biography really good um so i'm trying to make sure that i pad it out with kind of just telling the story of how gay people existed in the spaces that they existed in in addition to their story because the fact that hayden and jess met in the 30s and then were together until Jess died in 79, and they went through all this stuff together as wild. So, other things that has happened, that have happened, things that have happened. I, um, through a lot of subscriptions to Ancestry.com and Newspapers.com and, um, a mutant power for internet sleuthing, I ended up getting in touch with both Hayden Rourke's niece his niece-in-law, the wife of his nephew. And also I've been in touch with the family, the, the family of justice Addis, Hayden's husband. So yeah, I, I have been in touch with them. Uh, it is Justice's two half brothers and one of the, um, the wives of his half brother. Uh, so I've been in touch with them and I've gotten stories and I will be interviewing them shortly. Um, which is again, uh, what I find beautiful and inspirational and encouraging is both families love them unconditionally uh i've not encountered the whole like well we didn't know that they were really gay which is what i was worried about hayden and justice were out publicly out very out not in the closet. I don't think it was as talked about as it is now, but they didn't make efforts to hide it, which is truly wild, uh, considering what we think we know about the 40s to the 70s. So the warmth and respect and love that both the families have for him and justice is just beautiful, and it's really inspirational, and especially right now when the world is awful, it makes me feel good to have these stories and these people kind of cheering me on in a way as I try and figure out this story that they've all said they've been waiting for someone to tell. So that's wild. Um, so I've talked to Hayden Rourke's niece. I will be talking to Justice Addis's brothers next week. I've also talked to one of uh, Hayden's uh, longtime friends who started as a production assistant on Genie and Bewitched and they became pen pals and then he ended up being with Hayden when just passed and like took care of him a lot and was very close friends and had so many lovely stories about about Hayden 
And I talked to writer John Woolley, who is a friend of that friend of Hayden's, who wrote an article called Getting to Know a Monster in OK Magazine, which is Oklahoma Magazine, not the uh, People Magazine knockoff OK. So if you just Google Getting to Know a Monster, John Woolley, Oklahoma Magazine, you'll get this really great story about how he essentially did the one thing that I find myself wishing I could build a time machine and do, which is spend an afternoon with Hayden Rourke and Justice Addis in their Studio City home in 1971. Uh, it's a really lovely article, and it was a really lovely time talking to him and his friend that was friends with Hayden. It's a, there's a lot of great stories going on right now. So I found out a lot more. If you go back and listen to the episode where I talked about Hayden Rourke, that was just what I could find on the internet. And I found a lot more firsthand accounts since then. And it has been surreal, because I've never done this before. And... Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, and then I talked to Barbara Eden today, which is why I'm doing an Instagram live and also recording this episode is because that finally happened. And it was very cool. It's, it's, it is really, it's really surreal. Um... When your paths, when you cross paths with people like her and Bob Newhart, uh, people that you grew up watching that seem, honestly, they're mythical figures. And the fact that they're still with us is a gift. <laughs> uh, the things they've seen and lived through, it's just another era, another time entirely, and that they're still here to... to that's why it is important to get these stories um, while they still can be gotten. Uh, and I, I do this for a living. I interview celebrities for a living. Uh, but this was... She, she was very warm, very friendly, um, punctual, professional. Just everything, everything you would want from <laughs> a living legend. <sighs> so... Um, yeah, I'm not going to keep people around much uh, longer. That's the thing. I just wanted to give an update that, uh, first of all, why the podcast is, I'm trying to get it roaring uh, back to life, but spending all my time doing um, Ancestry.com research and Newspaper.com research, which I've shouted out on the podcast many a time, uh, that website is vital and worth my $9.99 a month, I think. <laughs> um... I'm doing a lot of time doing researching and transcription and et cetera, just so I can get this story out there. And I, I honestly have no idea uh, how long this process takes, how 
marketable a book like this is. Um, it is infinitely more marketable now that I actually have Barbara Eden quoting uh, input. <laughs> that's that's really cool. Um, and I, God, I don't know. I get really um, emotional because I care so much about this, and it is so weird because I don't know these people. Uh, I Dream of Genie is not one of my favorite shows. <laughs> like, I, although I will say the like ten episodes I watched in the last day to just get really prepped for this interview were just really delightful. And I've also been watching I Dream of Genie regularly all in quarantine. So, and I grew up on the show and loved it as a kid. I just didn't watch it for like twenty years in between. Um, so it is sometimes when I step back and I'm like, why am I going to all this trouble for someone that isn't Paul Lind or Charles Nelson Riley, who are my like icons, capital I-C-O-N-S, people that I have um, masks with their faces on uh, to wear when I don't go outside because I never go outside anymore. Uh, but the thing is with the two of them is Paul Lind has had at least one, maybe two biographies written and Charles Nelson Riley told his own story in a three hour uh, stage show, The Life of Riley, which you can buy on Blu-ray, which I do have on Blu-ray. So, like, their stories are out there. And they need me to write about them now and write about their work now because people need to know about their work now. But when it comes to their life, they that's been handled. You know, there can always be more written, obviously, but it's been done. And Hayden has not been done yet. And the fact that he lived the life that he led... And did all he did, World War II, B-movies in the 50s, Doris Day movies, um, Genie, theater, all with a partner, all open, all out, unlike Paul and Chuck to an extent. Um, yeah. I did ask, so I also did ask um, Barbara Eden about Richard Deacon and Paul Lind. And, I mean, she didn't have, you know, I mean, what she said was, like, they just didn't, like, talk about a lot of that stuff at the time so a lot of it just left up to my assumption that you know when a gay guest actor comes on genie hayden probably knows are they talking i'm trying to find out i've had two people now kind of say that hayden and um paul and were friends or friendly so i'm gonna try and get in touch with a paul and biographer and see if i can find out anything about that uh but also what Barbara Eden wisely like pointed out, which is true, is, I mean, she played Jeannie, who even though she was the lead of the show, it was like, she was a secret character. She was Major Nelson's secret, so <laughs> she often did not get to have scenes with the guest stars. So when Paul Lind comes on, she might have a scene with him, but she doesn't get to see him all that much. And it's the same thing with Dr. Bellows. Dr. Bellows' scenes are mostly at nasa except when he just barges into major nelson's house without a key who <laughs> just opens the door and it's great um the original urkel <laughs> dr bellows so so she was like yeah i mean i just didn't have a lot of uh, scenes with them she did say that hayden swam every morning in his uh in the pool at his house which i've also found at this i've also found the zillow listing for hayden rourke's house so um, I know what it looks like on the inside now, and it makes me angry that they've redone it. Ugh. But I, that also, I just, I found that absolutely, as a gay that loves swimming and as a gay that wishes he had a pool that he could swim in every morning, I'm here for imagining Hayden getting up and doing laps every morning. Ugh. 
Yes, please. <laughs> the life I want. And that also speaks to why I'm really invested in this is because <laughs> um, Hayden Rook's marriage seems a lot like mine. Their dynamic. Uh, Hayden was the more gregarious one and his husband was the more, you know, reserved, level-headed one. <laughs> and my husband is silly and goofy, but compared to me, I'm a... And I, I'm also way goofier than Hayden Rourke ever was. But in terms of, like, gregarious, extroverted life of the party, yes, I am that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have to think of a title for the book, too, at some point. So anyway, I don't know what else I can uh, say. Maybe I've said too much. I fully do not know what is too much information to give out before a book is released. But I'm also, like... Um, I'm not giving you all the goods. I have photos that you guys can't see. Boom. <laughs> uh, there will be, there will be, there will still be plenty of treats in this book. And also by the time it comes out, you have all fully forgotten this. Hopefully we will have forgotten all of 2020 by the time this book comes out. But considering how fast I'm moving, maybe it'll come out in 2020. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it feels... Like my life's work. Uh, so I'm going to wrap up. It feels like my life's work. It feels like a lot of shit has pushed me towards doing this. Like it's... If anyone is going to tell the stories of uh, gay sitcom actors of the 20th century, it's going to be me. And this is one that needs to be told. So, if you're listening to this... um blathering on and haven't listened to the legendary gaze of sitcom history Hayden Rourke episode go back in the archives and uh listen to that because <laughs> it's it's a good one and otherwise I am uh, trying to get back on track please go back and listen to the um Alex Lake episode where he talked about family ties he's from the circle so we talked about an episode where people get trapped somewhere it's a really fun episode and then I also did a bonus episode because it isn't a sitcom but I made Ethan K talk about heart to heart because I had to. Um, and I'll be doing more heart-to-heart -heart episodes. No one has said anything bad or good about it. So I'm just going to take that as um, I can keep going with it. <laughs> uh, and also, it's my show. And no one can stop me. No one can tell me what to do. It's my life. Uh, yeah, this one's for you, Hayden and Jess. Trying. Um, rate and review the show on iTunes. And I'll see you next time. <laughs> I must have seen TV. Oh. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.